Hello, I'm Michelle. And I'm Laura. And this is the Pair Entrepreneurs Club podcast, a weekly show to help you navigate the demands of being a working parent. We will share lots of practical ideas, hints and tips, and our own and others' experiences in juggling work, family, health and finances. Above all, we want to help you find your purpose, define your identity and banish any confidence gremlins that might be holding you back from the life you dream of. No matter whether you have children or not, there will be something here for you. Let's get started. Hi Matt, and thank you so much for joining us today. Um, really excited to have you on the on the podcast today. Um, we met some time ago, um, and I was really inspired by your business journey. Um, so, for our listeners' purpose, Matt Nibs is the CEO of Promethean Play and specialises in Lego in the workplace. And I'll let you talk a little bit more about um, about what you do, Matt. Please. Thanks for it. So, yeah, um, um, it seems like so long ago when <laughs> when we spoke and and and, uh, and had a conversation about it but yeah i, I started um, my business in october 21 um and uh i started my career in in retail operations and and moved into to hr really passionate about engaging connecting and including every voice in the workplace um uh, i get quite um frustrated with the whole let's do an engagement survey and then nothing ever happens with it and um and what have you so there's there's much better ways to to really connect connect people to um to what's going on in the work um so i started my business in october 21 focusing on um lego and lego serious play and so um it's a it's a really cool um, methodology and intervention to work with um individuals teams um in the workplace and um, to get them building their thoughts and feelings surrounding various different um, different topics um and then over over the years um um over the since i started over the last year or so i've um i've really evolved how um how i sort of deploy the sort of lego series play um and so i focus m- more with organizations on broader people strategy and change so really helping organizations um think about unique um, ways um, um, and practices that are aligned to the organization that are performance-led um, cover the whole system um, and it's all about open source change which is about involving involving um, everyone and that's where the lego really comes um, comes um, comes to its own so um so yeah I suppose I'll, I'll stop there but that's uh, that's a bit about about what I do um, yeah and, no. and how I do it Absolutely. I love that. And I think, you know, uh, you know, I call myself a HR nerd and then, um, you know, by heart, I think you are as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so it's it's that foundation of having kind of the HR knowledge of it, but then building on that and having the Lego series play. And from my perspective, when I first heard about this, I thought, wow, you know, that's I mean, I, I love Lego. My son's seven. He loves Lego. Um, and it's that universal kind of toy that everybody can connect with. Yeah. So. I guess like from from your perspective of introducing that into workplaces what what do you see people you know how do they engage with that does it you know give a new dynamic to team uh, team building yeah really it's really interesting i mean i mean i you can probably see I, i'm a lego fan as well <laughs> but um uh, yeah it's 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 a really interesting um interesting tool to use and and i think um one of the things that um, I see an awful, awful lot is is that 
pile of Lego in the middle of a room or it's a toy we're just going to play. And one of the things I talk talk about it's not a fun day out so it's not a team build activity it's not a um it's it's what what i use to really connect people with the work that's going on um and this is i'm quite passionate about um um, deploying team building events because often they're not connected to the work so everyone goes off um maybe goes uh you know climbs a mountain and uh you know and camps out overnight have a few beers and then they get back to work and nothing changes and I think it's how do you have some fun, create a level of safety and psychological safety and and really um, and get some get some action on the back of it that will impact and create value back at back in the workplace. Um, the other thing, which I am a, um, a, a an HR HR nerd, I, I, I started in a very generalist um, generalist HR role. Um, but one of the things that I see an awful lot um with with hr and sometimes it's perpetuated by some of the um the, the content that gets thrown out there is there's an awful lot of um thirst for best practice whereas what the lego series play as an intervention and the, and you you know there are many other interventions um you can you can use but it 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 allows um teams individuals to really build what they think will drive the greatest value to the organization it's about building unique practice and baking that into stuff that um that are going to sort of propel the organization forward and that's that's um you know where i have so much fun um with teams and and i suppose looping back to one of the things you asked there laura just around what's people's how do people react when um it's really interesting um some people walk into the room and just roll their eyes and go oh my goodness what's this um, there, there are lots of cynics um, and sort of think, what is the what is the point? But I have not had a session where everyone has walked out and just um, gone, wow, um, they've learned so much about each other. I've had CEOs say in the space of two hours, they've learned more about their team than um, than they have, you know, over over, you know, the full length of time. Um, I've had team members sort of say right from the outset that, you know, I can't say anything because managers are in the room. And then by the end of the session, um, you know, well, boy, they're saying some stuff, you know, and, and, and being really honest because it create it, it creates that, um, that safe space. And because people are talking through a model, um, uh, they, they can say a lot more, um, you know, and, and so some of the, um, some of the stuff that, that I see, some of the bills that people create are, are, are phenomenal. I've got, a couple of stories if you'd sort of humor me um a couple of yeah, stories absolutely. that spring to mind i ran a session with a senior leadership team group of directors and um you know the the legacy is play approach the methodology you sort of um ask the group a question or or or, or statement they then build their thoughts and feelings and then each individual gets to share their thoughts and um, share their model with the group so they talk to the model um with the group about how it represents the question that was stated and then we sum up and we you know look for some themes um as a as a as a, as a plenary group and so that's the sort of cycle of of bills and um, what we can also do is um um build individually but then share builds so where people share their ideas to create a common narrative um a collective narrative and and this group of um of directors um with a shared build you can touch um one of the little rules is you can touch um 
other people's Lego if you're talking. Um, but only so, and I've had I've had directors almost fighting over over people touching their Lego. But what what was great about that? It opens up another discussion, and mm-hmm. actually the conversation sort of sent us in a different direction. But we started talking about some real things happening in the workplace where this particular director hoards resource, where this particular director doesn't release people to help help with the team. So it. It, it just it creates um, this level of discussion that um, that doesn't necessarily surface um, in a, in other ways in traditional meetings. Another mm-hmm. another story, um, you know, I had um, a couple of engineers um, in a in a in a digital company. Um, they they worked remotely, but they didn't work. Um, they were never put together. They just it was so much so much tension, but it was um, just not talked about um, and. They were plonked in a room with some Lego bricks in the middle of a table, and um, some some conversation surfaced where this one individual said to the other individual that um, you undermine me in front of other people, and and that was a root cause of their their conflict. And they had a, they just had a great discussion. And you know, will they be best friends? No, but the other person just didn't realize that they were undermining um, um, that one individual, and so it just allowed allowed this conflict to 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 rise up and then can be addressed and dealt with um i've used it in retail um, um organizations and particularly f- giving feedback you know and 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 direct reports giving building feedback for their line manager and then talking it through and wow the richness and the things that get said um probably the most um um, well, it, it, certainly the feedback from from the line managers. It was the most um, comprehensive feedback they'd ever received, and um, just through a Lego model. Um, I love that. And yeah. then I suppose the, 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 the final story, which come, I don't generally work with children, um, but I helped um, a charity. Um, um, they they had a group of young children who um, were sort of supporting the charity to learn about. Um, how they can continuously improve and 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 what have you and what support um they needed and i think she was about eight or nine but um she she built this model that um sort of talked about how the charity can help her grow as a person and um i mean it's an eight eight or nine year old and and i just was was amazed because she she built this wall and she and a chain attached to the wall, and and she said she was one side of the wall, and this is the other side of the wall where she wanted to get to, and this was the angry side, and she didn't want to be angry anymore. And I was nearly in tears, and it's just, it just, it's a, it's a, it's as you said, Lego. Um, so many people can associate with Lego. The Lego system is so, um, it's so massive. I mean, six little Lego bricks can be combined in over 914 million ways and you sort of think you know you you know the immense amount of metaphor storytelling that people can can create with it is just is just great yeah i i absolutely love that and i've got so many questions on that but um in terms <laughs> of like that metaphor thing i mean that is you know as as coach or as a coach you know for an nlp perspective to get onto that deeper level of metaphors is so transformational for people um you know and exactly as you said there is it's so emotive as well so i think to be able to bring that out through play i mean that's that's fantastic yeah definitely and i guess you see that you know you're saying about like the conflict and with leaders as well they're subconsciously going into that um, yeah. with the Lego. Absolutely. 
absolutely. And and one other thing I thought of when you were talking there is, um, you know, from a HR perspective, being in corporate environments, um, mm. what we tend to like is policies and procedures and rule books. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think, you know, actually being able to have those genuine conversations and, and particularly for smaller businesses, you know, managers find it very difficult to have um, conversations where there might be conflict and probably tend to avoid it. So yes. it's that middle balance of actually, for, for HR, I think there's something to learn as well. And this is, you know, a big passion of mine is that we need to move away from those policies and procedures. Yeah, agreed. Um, you know, and, and have genuine conversation. Mm. And, and that's what I love there in your example of actually bringing that out and saying, this is, you know, you, you're actually being able to have that honest, honest transaction. Yeah. Definitely. And I mean, the the Lego series play methodology isn't an answer to everything and it, and it only goes so far, but it definitely um, can be used as a, as a real substantial basis for hearing um, from every voice in the organization at every level in, and really connecting, connecting them. So even just that policy example, if an organization understands where it's going and what it wants to achieve and the team members help decide on that future state then um then that can feed into okay so what policies do we need to help that happen and what do we not need because I, you see it all the time organizations who say they want to empower they 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 want to have creativity curiosity um you know they want to be innovative you'll see that on you'll see that plastered on walls as a, as a key value you know we will be innovative but then they restrict the organization with rules, policies, procedures that just stop all that. Um, and so the more um, organizations can encourage conversation um, and, and, and give people that, that um, I suppose, uh, opportunity just to share how they, how they feel. And we're not saying that um, every decision is made by committee. And we're not saying that every... Um, you know, everything that the CEO decides has got to um, go through a, 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 a Lego type process or something just so, but it is about um, creating the conditions where for, for the things that really matter, um, people can have a say and can, um, and can, can influence. And also, you know, one of the things that I'm really passionate about with Lego Series Play Sessions, it's not just a fun day out. I think I've said that before, it's, it's, there's action has to be action involved and and one of the things um I, had a, I ran a session um, very recently actually um within with a manufacturing firm and um it's amazing the team there were about 20 30 people in the room and um the team have gone away and, and they they are forming sort of these teams to go and tackle some of the issues that they raise so it's not about looking up oh the management team need to fix and solve everything it's about empowering these people to come up with solutions practical ways to solve issues in the workplace and then we um one of the ways um i i help them do this is there's always got to be a sponsor attached so there's always got to be a, a leader to mm -hmm. to guide direct because they they see the broader picture um and, and make sure that the decisions being made are right because empowering people isn't isn't necessarily giving away decision rights um but it's about really truly listening to, to what people have got to say and um, and that's why I'm such a big such a big fan. There's so much psychology surrounding Lego. Um, yeah. One yeah. one of the things that um, 
um, that it's it's on multiple government reports that we must encourage creativity, um, you know, and 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 yet Lego itself, most Lego sets have instructions. You know, when I was young, it was a box of Lego, and you made you made your own house. And I think um, in the workplace, you know, how can people be creative if we restrict them with rules, policies, procedures? How can you know? And so we've got to look for ways to um, um, to really change some of that. Um, in the workplace yeah that that's um yeah really powerful as well because yeah that's exactly right you know we kind of we set all these expectations and societal norms and yeah just actually having a, a box full of lego like you've yeah. got to be creative so yeah, yeah definitely and do you think as well that you know the the skills and mindsets that's developed in lego workshops you can actually benefit people not just in the workplace but also you know think about their roles as parents Hundred um, yeah. percent. One of the things I I have used with my my ten year old. So for for several years, we do something called Lego Challenge, and um and he writes down in a um on a, some bits of paper and we stick them in a hat, just random random words and it could be an object, it could be a thought, a feeling, or whatever. Um and then we randomly pick out. And it's it's the same principle of Lego Series Play. We randomly pick out a, a word. And then we have a, a short time, three minutes to build our our thoughts and feelings about the word that's presented. And then we share and discuss what it... I have learned more about my um, my son during Lego challenge sessions than any... It's, it's just profound, some of, the, some of the stuff that comes up, particularly when we're talking about feeling. So yeah. um, he'll stick a feeling and we have to build the feeling. It's it's just, just unbelievable. But the other thing that... Um, lego series play does it um a aids communication so um you know and you you listen with your eyes as well as your ears and as a um and you know there's there's a lot of neuroscience around surrounding brain sync and when you're truly listening um you know there's there's brain sync um but also perspective um you know young people their brains are developing and they see things in very different ways. Emotionally, they're in very different places. And um, perspective is really key in the workplace because, you know, it's amazing when you get a group of managers in a room with a group of non-managers and they start to understand that actually managers have got quite a tough time as well. Um, and and so uh, there's, there's a lot of perspective sharing. It's exactly the same um, with, with parents and kids, uh, I, I think. Um, and I'm... I'm no, you know, with my my two, I, I've still got a lot to learn, but <laughs> but um, but I, I definitely think there's there's value um to be had by by doing something a bit different. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you know, just in what you've done in building this business as well, I'm kind of looping back to the start a little bit here. But you know, when you created those series of videos, I remember seeing them because you shared them on LinkedIn about how you'd actually gone from you know the the corporate world of being you know in a senior position in HR to then setting up Promethean Play. Um, you know, you you were very raw and honest in those videos. Um, you know, which which I loved because it it told the real story. Yeah. And, you know, and, and how have you kind of found that journey? Is it something that you've kind of grappled with from a, a parent perspective or, you know, how, how has that given you what you kind of set out to achieve? Um, so, yeah, um, it's a great question, Laura, and I think um, um, I'm still grappling with it. So when I started the business, as I said, it was mainly one-off workshops, Lego series play, half-day, full-day, um, 
you know and 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 that was that was the initial intention um and you know positively i was generating some business and um if it wasn't going to make me rich no but was that what i wanted wanted no and my videos attested to it was about being able to walk the kids to school and um pick them up and and having freedom and not being under pressure to answer to someone else and um you know uh, mind you i could argue i've probably got the hardest boss now in terms of me but <laughs> but anyway um but then as um as i worked more with with some some clients i realized that what the 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 workshops were doing they were surfacing issues um that needed to be addressed and the client wasn't able to necessarily um solve them um and 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 really um really move forward and so i i, I felt i suppose the analogy um i used was almost how i was going into a, a pristine lake you could see the bottom of the lake and i was going in and stirring it all up and all the silt was rising then i was going bye see you later and so <laughs> and so um and that's why i've evolved to to um have a more broader project um focus to support um organizations and so yes lego still features yes we'll use it to determine some future state thinking and maybe uncover some surface issues but um some 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 issues um that 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 um that at the surface aren't necessarily there but when we go a bit deeper we can we can really understand what what, what causes some of that so um so I, I started doing a bit more of that and and that then ate into some more time and and then i've also taken on some other associate work which is great man i love um but that consumes time and so bit by bit um you know the business is is sort of um is growing which is nice but i didn't set the business up to become you know um to earn lots of money i set it up to have that balance with the family and I, i'm losing that so the the school term has started um a few weeks ago and and this morning was the first time that i'd um been at, at, you know managed to actually um walk them to school which um you know is disappointing but um but i'm still um very very conscious and um um, about being present when i am here um so it's it's that it's definitely that balance so i've got still got a lot of thinking to do in, in that space yeah. around what i need to do and how i need to do it yeah and exactly and thank you for that matt because i know that you know that is a really honest um you know um kind of presentation of it as well and, and that's you know what a lot of us still grapple with um and i think you know it's a natural thing to feel that you're being pulled in different directions because of financial um you know uh worries or you know whether that's um guilt with children whichever it might be yeah and balancing that is is something that's never easy and um, the other the other thing Laura, which if i may just um my career is always dominated as well um and um my wife um has always had to um sort of step step back to support and i think there was another conscious thing in setting up the business where that needs to shift a bit and you know and my other half doesn't aspire to be the next you know finance director or whatever but there's there's an element where um you know we've practically had to look at income and and make decisions and like any family does um and i think there's you know if you're a partnership you've got to, you've got to you've got to help each other and i think that's that's something that's bit by bit sliding again um in favor of me and my work um and I, and and it's it's hard. Everyone's different, but I'm trying not to allow money to be the driver um, of where 
what you know and of of our priorities as a family Mm -hmm. unit and it's a hard it's a hard one it is and I think you know we we talked about this on a previous podcast about goals and you know kind of realigning what we actually set the business out for and um, Michelle and I said that September is kind of a good time because of the new academic Mm -hmm. year it's almost like a refocus um you know and, and this is about saying actually what what did I want to achieve because so often we look at what society and you know the the people on LinkedIn or whatever it might be are yeah. doing and we look for that external validation of well, I, well I'm not achieving that so yeah. I should be achieving that and it's just yeah. taking that away and going no actually this is what I set out to do I'm quite happy with it so definitely. yeah definitely Perfect. So if um if there's listeners out there kind of wanting to incorporate a bit of Lego into their business or mm. to do some Lego play, what what would you kind of recommend and what you know, what would be the first steps to get into that? I think there's some there's some really good books out there. So um the there's a there's a guy in Australia who um who I um quite like called Michael Fern and he um he's written a um a, a book um that sort of talks through the Lego series play um process. One of the things that um um you know I'm really keen to share though is um you'll see a lot of certifications you you know and and what have you pay us ten thousand and we'll certify you to be an official um th- there's a danger with that because actually you need to be a good facilitator so it's not about the tool and and I think there's there's um there's a conflict I have when I see a lot of that is is um it's okay to be to be trained in how to use a tool but actually um you know if you if you're not looking at broader facilitation skills and and then it can be quite dangerous um so so i think um because it's a responsibility to to facilitate um and you and you know and and there's some ethical stuff surrounding facilitation that is important to to note so i think um um so so that would be one thing but michael fern definitely read and also just grab a pile of lego and just just play there's a lot of there's a um it's it's all open source so um although lego the lego groups still sell um the 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 lego bricks because it's a combination of duplo technic and and core lego um it's an open source so there's a wealth of material online just where you could get get practicing um and 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 just give it a go give it a go with friends family um in your small team at work just put a pile of Lego in and say, come on, let's let's just um build some build some ideas here. Um and it's amazing what will what will materialise. Yeah, that that's brilliant. And I think, yeah, exactly like you say, it's just give it a go, isn't it? Um yeah. you, you touched on there about kind of accreditation and that's something that I actually got um embroiled in a bit of a, a LinkedIn war on this because um <laughs> Quite recently, someone commented that they'd been um, that had some negative comments about not having an accreditation in a certain field. Mm. And there's, um, for me, I think it's about yes, you know, you can have the accreditation, but how well can you actually deliver it? Um, so yeah, I really like what you said there because I know you are accredited and, and obviously a very good facilitator, but not everyone has those two together. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I well I think one of the things that um, one of the things that um, I, I had a bit of a um, conversation with with a, um, a CEO who was requesting um, someone with HR experience. They needed sort of twenty years HR experience or something like that. It was ridiculous, and um, and I, I, I sort of said to him that you know if you were if you're recruiting for a brain surgeon, then 
I would imagine that level of experience will be a bit more important because there's, you know, the whole, you know, they've done a thousand operations. They've, you've, they've got some data behind them, but, um, but you know what, there's, I, I think people are, are fooled into, um, you must have that. And this is where some of the imposter syndrome probably plays out where people feel that, and I've been there. Um, I feel like I need to have this to back me up to, and I get all that, but actually, um, you're hundred percent right. Always, it's it's the actions you take, what you do, the evidence, the the case studies that you can share where you've you've had added value and impact. Um, you know, theory, theory doesn't, you know, and 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 when it comes to people, theory is irrelevant anyway. I mean, yeah, you've got to you've got to make sure you're following the law when it comes to HR and all that sort of stuff. But everyone's different. So. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. You know. I can't remember the last time I used you know the the theory that I did at my level seven. In HR either, so. <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And and the, and the whole thing which I uh, you know go on about is um, best practice gets you nowhere. It's unique practice that drives that level of competitive advantage and 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 difference and 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 what have you and. And so, you know, the one best way to write a people strategy just really doesn't wash. Um, the textbooks might say you must follow this approach, but um, yeah, there's, there's lots of alternative ways, I think. Yeah, that's a great insight. I love that. So kind of finish <laughs> on. I know you've recommended a book, um, which was, you know, great. We always ask for another book recommendation at the end. So was there anything else you want to recommend? Or? Yeah, well, the, the one book which um, really related to play um, and it's a um, the the whole science behind play and and the brain science as well is um, a, a really good book. It's called literally called Play, um, and it's by Stuart Brown. and And it's a, a worthwhile book. One of the one of the favorite bits of insights from it is um, um, bears bears that play um, play longer live longer, and um, and it talks uh, you know it looks at very much at the animal kingdom and humans and 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 how play just creates this safe space to to practice hunting to practice the rough and tumble to understand others feelings and and what have you and um and so incorporating play um in any any for and um you know in any way you possibly can in, in work um definitely pays pays dividends yeah yeah i think that that's great i mean i'm just thinking as you're saying that when you're talking about the animal kingdom my i've got a springer door um mm is absolutely bonkers and, uh, <laughs> and every day about four o'clock he just goes ram house like in circles yeah and wants to play and i yeah, think that's exactly that. it you know it's that the animals do they they demand play don't they so yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah. it's something awesome. that we should all, all think about yeah i love that well thank you so much matt and, and where can people find out about you and promethean play and we'll share some links in the notes as well but yeah, on, on LinkedIn, either my personal LinkedIn account um, or um, the uh, Promethean Play um, LinkedIn account, although I'm not very active, um, I have to say. Um, <laughs> must get better, note to self, must hire a marketing guru. Um, and uh, and my website is www.prometheanplay.co.uk. Um, Fantastic. So. Yeah, lovely. And as I say, we'll show that it, we'll put those in the show notes as well. Um, so yeah, so thank you so much for joining me today, oh, Matt. You. And it's been a great conversation. Thanks, Laura. Right. <clears throat> it should. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. 
We rely heavily on word of mouth, so if you found value in this episode, please hit subscribe and share it with family and friends. If you'd like to find out a bit more about us, you can find us on our Facebook group, Parentrepreneurs Club, or alternatively on Instagram, Parentrepreneurs underscore club. We hope you have a great week and we look forward to talking to you next time.